All opinions expressed on this podcast are solely our current opinions. And do not reflect the opinions of any companies or persons referred to on our show. Welcome back to Let's Shoot the Shit, where we shoot the shit, cry a little bit, and and get get lit. lit. We're back again. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, this is Jill. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> That's how we do things. Miss, th- I'm Misty. Mm-hmm. That's what I am. And we have another special guest this week. A special week. fucking guest. Hey, I'm Tristan. Yeah. He's also uh, Slim Shady. <laughs> oh no. Yep. Uh, I got it's... my hair did thanks to Misty, courtesy of Misty, and uh, I want to look fresh for the podcast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I want every. All the, all the followers out there to see just just how good a, a stylist Misty is. Yeah. yeah. She's trying her hardest. <laughs> it looks good. It doesn't look... I mean, it looks a lot better it doesn't now look that you re-bleached it. Oh, my God. It yeah. looks good. So, I bleached his hair from virgin hair. Mm-hmm. I also cut yeah. it. I've bleached it twice. It's still orange. I've toned it, and it is fighting me. <laughs> So yeah. I think it's yeah. just because it was pretty dark when you like first did it. So, you know, it makes sense. Jill, I like it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think it's good as fuck. I think he's in denial. Um, What's the problem? <laughs> What's the problem here? It's just here? a little bit orange. Orange. How? No, it is not. Just a, just a little at, bit. You are literally right. saying it. It's not orange at all. The part here that's kind of shaved looks fine. But like just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> we need to have a sting board. So we can be like, just Soundboard? the tip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ew, ew. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's yes. also called things. Yeah, that would be great. You do need that. Wait. Yeah, I really, really like it. So what, we talk about our weeks and shit? Yeah. All right. I guess we could talk about the party. Because we said we would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. So let's all, like, <laughs> I guess we can go around and share, like, the most memorable part of the night. Oh. Because uh, well, you were like... Do we, we want to? Well, you were on like a different side of the party. Like you were inside the whole time. Yeah, so we I, didn't really I wasn't like, outside where all the uh, scandalous, lascivious mm-hmm. activities were going down. Did anything interesting happen inside or was it mainly... Just... I mean, me and uh, Thomas, Misty's husband, talked about the nature of the universe and um, is there really a good and evil and objective morality and all that and... Uh, mm-hmm know how the earth came to be but you know you guys were out there at just just so basic cool. stuff we were just out there touching tits uh yeah we so yeah. i hear yeah um let's not talk about that anyways well i mean you yeah. already mentioned it so i already you might as well. i already asked if i could and i was given you permission. already just completely so crossed that basically bridge. we all sat outside and got really drunk and show each other our nipples uh, yeah. as girls do as girls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, though, how many times have you done that in your life? I've officially seen all of my girl I friends. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like the amount of times I've done that at a party is like almost every single time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We're yeah. exposing ourselves. I feel like girls just do weird stuff at parties. And uh, somebody thought it'd be a good idea to uh, walk out there. Oh, my God. And <laughs> that somebody was me. And what yeah. was I met with? I was like mid-reach of touching a titty. And I didn't see that thing. We all just yelled at you to go back inside. I'm sorry, Mom, if you're listening. I know. I just, <laughs> this is why I tell my dad, please don't listen to the fucking I just step outside, you know, just trying to get some fresh air, right? And then what I met with is just a 
cavalcade of women just pointing fingers at me, telling me to go back inside, go back inside. He literally walked out and we're like, get out, go away. <laughs> and I was like, just like a deer in headlights, what? What I do? It was crazy. Yeah. Y'all are insane. Yeah. I think. Uh, I didn't see anything, though. I think Jello I Shot no Misty idea. is a whole well, another person. Jello Shot Misty is really wanted to box me. Well, you uh, also made 200. I thought it wouldn't be enough, but it wasn't enough. Or wait, I thought it. Wait. Yeah, I remember what? the last episode, guys. Whenever she was fighting, it's been a long day. Whenever she was fighting with me about how many Jello shots I was gonna make and telling me that two hundred would be too much. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> so mm, we all yeah. finished them around like midnight. Yeah. So I, I had never taken Jello shots before, and they were kind of hard going down. You know, That's yeah. the start of the night. That that is what she said. Oh uh, but said- they got very easy as the night went on. Um, I think I capped it around sixteen to eighteen. Yeah. I think I had at least like twenty. Yeah, I had at yeah. least twenty as well. Quite a bit, man. They go down easy after a while. That's like ten shots of vodka. Yeah, for reals. Well, Jello didn't, shot Miss is a scary up, so. woman too. Jello shot. Misty. Honestly, yeah. You're like really aggressive. I'm right? aggressive and extreme. Yes, I mean, she you really, really kind of is. I kind of was afraid of you that night. <laughs> I'm aggressive. I'm glad you said that. I'm aggressive. <laughs> Are you like, awesome? Kind of. I was like, is she gonna hit someone? Please. Don't. I probably would have. Oh if God. someone handed me gloves, even I would have like, just came up to someone and punched them. It probably would have been me. Sexually you... aggressive. Like, I would just feel my ass just get, like, absolutely shredded. And I turn around <laughs> and you're just standing there, like, staring at me. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, Jello oh Shop Misty is extremely gay and wants to fight it's, everyone. Oh my God. It was God. scary. <laughs> And my husband was there the whole time. He did not. He care. doesn't even yeah. care. He's probably so used to it. He by didn't now. rein me in at all. Mm-hmm. I he mean, was like I'll just let her go be gay. Can anyone possibly be married to you and care about that sort of thing? No, probably. Yeah, not. right. He can get upset, but like, you know, what is what is he gonna as do? Far as it's leave gonna... me? I don't think so. <laughs> was he gonna fucking leave me? Hell no. I'm all he's got. You're stuck with this. He like literally listens to this. He's like, uh, Missy, we're gonna get a divorce. Damn. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, did anything else happen that night? Play the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. We're at, well, right there. I know. I wish I could get some, like, you Dude. know, some sounds get, going. Get a sound... No, like, just for next time, get a soundboard ready. It'll mm-hmm. be awesome. Yeah. Well, even basic yeah. sounds. Like, if we could do, like, the drums... Like, okay, you stop know, talking about like that now. Thanks. Okay. I have to edit out this whole <laughs> section. All this is fucking garbage. Um, All of it. So, I'm just uh, going to isolate you saying that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that can That's be a sound That's one of bite. our sounds, yes. That can be a sound like <laughs> me saying, oh, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, um, yeah. I mean, I don't really remember a lot of the stuff that happened that night. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure I blacked out. I didn't black out, so. Well, after you guys left. I didn't black out, didn't get sick, didn't throw up or anything like that. I could like not that. wait until you guys left so I could just, like, finally be myself and, like, lay on the ground. Like, as soon as you all, like, got out of the house, I'm like, oh, my God. And I just, like, yeah. literally laid starfish on the kitchen floor. That is the crux of hosting a party at your Everything own house. was spinning. I was like, what the fuck is going I told, on? I told Jenny that. I was like, yeah, at the end of the night, Jill was laying on the floor. I so I think, I think we had a good time. Well, I thought I was safe. <laughs> and then Heath comes in. Because Victoria forgot her phone, and he's like, are you okay? <laughs> just, like, laying there. But I, I knew that he was, I don't know, I felt like he was kind of judging a little bit. So I just, like, sat up really quickly, and I was like, hey. 
I'm fine. fine. I'm just really extremely drunk. Yes. <laughs> I feel sorry for the designated driver. It must mm-hmm. suck being around a bunch of drunk yeah. people. I mean, I don't know. Heath, I feel like he found his soulmate that night, though. Really? Who? Thomas? Oh, oh. <laughs> like how... I- like how we discovered PJ was my soulmate at the last party. Yes. Heath is now Thomas's soulmate. Yeah. Everyone finds a soulmate. It's true. It's Come it's a it's a um, it's a love. It's when you what is, what when is you're for? drunk, you let down your defenses, and you can like really be yourself. And that's yeah. when you find the your one. true self shines. Through. We're giving great advice. Go out there, get super drunk, and then find out who you really yeah. are. That's how me and Jill found each other. I mean, really, I our, mean, was it? our little kids so listening to this, I don't think so. No, it's yeah. explicit. How could they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, children at home, don't do do not do what we're saying. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, there better not be any children at home listening. I seriously <laughs> doubt it. Go get your parents. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, this is just a quick trigger warning before this episode. Um, if you're sensitive to religious trauma... Don't listen to this podcast because we're definitely going to talk about um, assault and, you know, just like certain traumas from growing up in a very religious household. So I would just skip this one if you feel like you might be, you know. Also, if you're convicted in your religious ways, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to talk about a lot of controversial topics Mm -hmm. whenever it comes to religion. Uh, So you can totally just skip this one. We'll definitely be talking about a better one next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just wanted to let you guys know that uh, so that, you know, you don't stop listening to us just because we're expressing our opinions. So um, if not, if you're not... If you're not opposed to listening to controversial topics, then I hope you enjoy this episode and enjoy. So I guess this week we're talking about um, like religion and belief systems Uh and what we currently kind of, I guess, identify as. And I guess the journey of like how we got to that point, you know. So I guess first we'll kind of like introduce ourselves and like what we current like currently identify as. So, <laughs> um, well, I guess I'm like agnostic, but also kind of atheist. Like, I I'm a witch, so I believe in like spiritual spirituality still. Um, you know, obviously I don't worship any gods or anything, but I do believe in intent. Mm-hmm. So. Um, like, I don't worship anyone, but I have had experiences with ghosts and bad enti- entities. So it's kind of hard for me to deny what I've seen, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't believe in God because I've never seen him or her. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at right now. I- I'm pretty comfortable in it. I'm what they call a green slash kitchen witch. I mainly like make my spells with spices and I put my intent with my plants so that they don't die. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) If you guys could see Jill's face right now, I made a really strong martini and she just took a sip. It's burning my insides. It tastes like literal (laughs) shit. Yes, it does. It tastes awful. I love how you're like, this is how you're supposed to make. But if bars did this, they wouldn't make any profit. Like, like I've for had real. a martini. How much like could this? you pour in? Misty, this? you're my friend, but I'm sorry, this just ain't it. This is not it, sis. I don't like it. No, I don't care. Can what I go don't put like. ice in it? I know. You're, yes. I know. You should stop for a second. <laughs> All right. So I guess if I 
I don't really have like a label, I guess. Um, I do believe in God still, like I believe in a higher power, but not in a sense that I could go somewhere and like, I don't know, I in like my own way. Like I don't really have like, like I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know the words for it. Like you believe in a higher power, but uh, you don't really think that there's gonna be anything after death? I don't know if I want anything after death, you know? I think there there's something so peaceful about the thought of just like not existing anymore. Like yeah. that sounds great. <laughs> like yeah. why are we fighting it? That's what I believe. You know? In. Yeah. I think that we just go into the earth mm-hmm. and we, you know, like meet with the earth mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, combine our energies into the earth mm-hmm. and then we dissipate into Plus, nothing. Like, my brain, I, I usually really enjoy like the most logical explanation of something. So it's, it's really hard for me to like feel anything because my brain is always trying to like pick it apart. You know, if anything happens, I'm like, well, obviously this is why, like this is the logical reason. There's nothing like going on that's mystical or whatever, you know? So it's just really, I don't know. It's really hard for me to like have any type of identity with, with it, I guess. Well, it makes sense because, like, a logical person, like, you and me, and even Tristan, like, we can't really think that it's logical to believe in something that we've never seen Mm -hmm. or, or, or heard. But even, like, what you were saying with, like, the whole, like, spiritual thing, even that I, I can't, like, grasp, you know? Like, I like the idea that we're all just kind of, like, animals, and then we're just gonna die well that's why like uh that's why like alchemy because they believe in the spirit and if you've ever seen full metal alchemist Mm -hmm. then like literally it's just about these kids that are on a journey to like recreate the human body but it's basically impossible you can create the human body Mm -hmm. with you know down to the molecule but it's the it's the soul per se Mm -hmm. that you can't recreate because that's why I believe in spirituality because it's, it's like the unexplained, the unknown is what really intrigues me. Mm -hmm. You don't really know like what's inside other than anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. What about you, Tristan? Well, uh, I am about as far into, um, atheist as you can possibly get i am an uh, atheist as well as a nihilist i mean i'm basically like jill but one step further um i don't believe that there is a higher power i don't believe in um spirituality even i don't believe that there is a soul i just believe that uh we're all in a floating rock and there is no greater purpose behind it that we're mm-hmm. all just here by chance and um I don't view that as a uh, dehumanizing thing or as a, a somber, sad thing. I view it more as, uh, if anything, it's freeing to think that life is so fleeting. I think there's a fleeting beauty to that. I don't need spirituality or religion or uh, just holy texts to uh, have me see the beauty in life when I could just see it for myself and decide what is beautiful for mm-hmm. myself and take from this life what I will. Um, so, as an extension of that, naturally, when we die, I uh, largely agree with both of you, where uh, uh, basically nothing happens. Um, 
your consciousness just kind of zips zips away completely mm-hmm. and uh, and there is no afterlife and I'm pretty nihilist as well there is no greater purpose behind this um, there is no meaning of life and there is no meaning of anything mm-hmm. really and um, a lot of people like to think of that as a super negative thing but like I said I just don't I actually view it as a positive thing I because feel I'm like, being honest with myself I feel like growing up in like a super like Christian household when we're told something like that it's like how could this just be for nothing like that's so yeah. sad and that's kind of like brainwashed into you but then like when you realize that that's actually like g- good you know I don't know like the whole idea that anything is like possible and then you're not like living your life in a way that someone's like telling you how to you're mm-hmm. just like deciding like what you want to do I agree you know? when you embrace nihilism you basically embrace the fact that you can actually be a free-thinking person mm-hmm independent thought, thinking for yourself, not relying on ancient teachings of any sort of doctrine for how you're going to live your life. You live your life Mm -hmm. the way you feel like you should, based on um, societal standards and even then kind of eschewing those um, for freedom of expression and becoming who you really are. and that's, that's kind of where I feel religion really falters, is it doesn't allow people to think independently. Like, I've had conversations with religious people, and when I ask them questions like, what do you think happens when we die? Um, what is the nature of good and evil? Do they even exist? I believe they don't. Um, they when say I, it's in God's hands. Yes, mm-hmm. they say it's in God's yeah. hands, or it's in the Bible, blah, blah, blah. And that's blah, how blah. you get yourself in, like, this awful, like, yeah. uh, paradigm. Paradox, where it's like, so like, is he, like, it's God's plan, right? Well, what about the people that are like tortured and starved and then killed? Yeah, was that his plan? (laughs) Conversations with these people. Well, I'm, I'm not. Fuck, I shouldn't say these people. (laughs) Conversations with people who heavily subscribe to religious doctrine. It often comes across to me as just robotic answers yeah. where I can basically you assume from the get-go say. what they are going to say yeah. and that to me is not independent thought mm-hmm. that to me is not a free-thinking person my most interesting conversations with people have been when they are strictly religious so most of the answers come across as very robotic and um, just not independent in nature like cultish almost like cultish exactly like cultish but when i yes (laughs) but when i present a question that they cannot answer Mm -hmm. outright by just saying it's in the bible Mm. um then that's when i get really happy because i basically force them to think i basically force them to say i don't know um, I could expand on that. But. No, I, I totally feel you. I had so many questions. Like, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness my whole life. And I always had so many questions that I literally never got answers for, right? It's mm. so, like the witnesses, they believe that um, that when you die, like, you don't go to heaven. Like, you're basically, like, unconscious until the resurrection. Then everyone's uh, kind of resurrected and, like, almost in a conveyor belt. And, like, decided whether or not, like, they're good or bad. And the bad people kind of just vanish. And then the good people stay and they destroy the earth that we're currently on and rebuild the earth to be, like, exactly the same. 
and then we're all populated and we're supposed to live forever. And then I was like, well, obviously if we live forever, we're gonna run out of space, right? Yeah. And then they were like, what? Yeah. They could never answer that. I'm like, we would run out of space. We're running How out of space right forever? now. Yeah, it just, it never made any sense, you know? Uh, probably because it's a cult. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally a cult. See, that to me is all just gobbledygook. I'm sorry. No, it's all I, just absolutely just I totally agree with to you. Yeah, it's insane. It's just completely nonsensical. And what I was touching on earlier with the whole uh, asking questions and, you know, having people think was I was in a conversation with somebody who is a very devout Christian, you know, like I asked, like, what do they read? And um, I read the Bible is the answer, like very devout Jesus follower. And that's perfectly fine. I don't see really any problems with that, you know. Um, but when I was asking them questions on morality and sin and what happens when we die, it was all very robotic. It was all very circular, very circular arguments there. Um, because anything that you can just explain away um, by saying, well, God's will must have come from God, that essentially negates any need to actually, you know, think and actually uh, come up with a real answer. That's, so that's that makes more, the arguments very circular. That's the beauty of nihilism, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Or there's that, the answer of like... Is that like yes, you, ma'am. you can think for yourself... And, like, you also have answers for things. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, like, a script that they're you're, they're basically yeah. sticking to. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ask those questions to, to any uh, religious person, like, for example, uh, wow, I just blanked. That's <laughs> annoying. I hate that. Um, I've gotten that a few times. Fuck. Okay, I, I had to turn a thought. Well, while you're thinking, I was going to say, like, I feel like Fuck a lot me. of super reli- religious religious people, they can always explain it away by saying, like, well, you're not supposed to get everything, you know? Yeah. I've been told that so many times. Like, it, well, There's God works in questions. mysterious ways. Isn't you're not that supposed convenient? to understand what he's saying, <laughs> everything that he's saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Okay, I remember what I was saying. Yes, please. Like, for example, like, how does one's God let shit, like, fucking like child molestation happen on on his earth yeah like how do you explain that away with god's will yeah like yes supposedly man man has free will but if there really was a benevolent god up there don't you think he would try to stop that type of shit especially if it was such a strict like standard of of guidelines in the bible per se, and, like, you're, you're, you know, man is supposed to follow that. Like, I don't understand yeah. how any benevolent spirit would let shit like that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was me, if I was motherfucking God, Dude. I would fuck some shit up, bro. Like, I would have <laughs> all these people in a line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you actually raise a very interesting point. Um, what you're saying is if he is benevolent but he allows evil to occur then is he really benevolent that's actually um a paradox that was uh kind of brought forth to the uh consciousness by uh by this i believe greek philosopher by the name of epicurus um so it's the epicurean paradox and um if you want um we can pause this i can pull up and actually read it uh it's a very short little passage here 
So the Epicurean paradox basically is uh, as follows. It's pretty short. Is uh, is God willing to prevent evil but not able? Then he is not omnipotent. I, can, I think we can agree on mm-hmm. that. If he is able but not willing, then he is malevolent. Yeah. If he is both able and willing, then whence cometh evil? Basically saying, um, why does evil even exist if he is both able and willing yeah. to uh, to vanquish it? And is he neither able nor willing? Then why call him God? Yeah. That's, I mean, I always thought about it this way. Like, he literally created us, right? Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote. Well, think about, like, if you're a parent and you have a child. I mean, I just, I have a child. Like, if I brought him into this world and then gave him, like, specific rules, and if he doesn't follow said rules, I'm going to, like, punish him, like, as a free-thinking, like, adult, then, yeah. like, what was the point of even having him? Mm-hmm. You know? Like... If anything, just have, like, a dog or something. Like, you know, it's... I don't know. That's the biggest thing about uh, our generation, in my opinion, is that there's, like, a certain amount of nihilism in all of us Mm -hmm. because of the fact of... the fact that we were not born into a generation of, you know, like, Christian Bible thumpers. Like... I was born... Luckily, that's well, kind of on the I outs. think, Misty, it's more of a regional thing. Because oh, of course it is. we were lucky to be born... Well, I guess technically not me. But you're lucky to be born in a place where it probably wasn't as, like, religious, you know? At least in Stewart. I mean, I literally could count churches on my hand. Like, we'd yeah. have, we had no churches, you know? And then here, it's like every other fucking mm-hmm. building is a church. And this is yeah. where I grew up as a kid. Um, yeah. Did you grow up going to church like every Sunday? I didn't go to church every Sunday, but I did go to church. My family is very, it's very religious. And I know when I first told my dad that I was an atheist, he was very disappointed. Yeah. And my mom was disappointed. My grandma um, was disappointed. Very, very religious uh, upbringing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you know, even besides all that stuff, I still. There are times, because I've read the Bible, like, many times, you know, and there are there are still some things that I read in there that have helped me a lot, you know, um, that have, I am honestly have saved my life. Like, I mean, I almost killed myself last October. I was very close. And I was almost, like, searching and, like, reaching for something to, like, persuade me to not. And a lot of my help came from, like, reading the Bible, like, in my free time and just, like, doing yeah. it for myself, you know? So there are there are still some things that I do read that help a lot. But for the most part, a lot of it, I think, you know, like, let's say all of this is real, right? Then there it is still a person interpreting what God did and writing it for themselves. Oh God! Can we? So can we? Can we? You're like doing it through a person. Right? How many times the Bible has been been rewritten? Yeah. yeah. Like literally, it's not it's even written been, that well. It's, it's been written by by so many people over over the last fucking uh, millennia mm-hmm. that it's like it's ridiculous like yeah. how do we even know that any of that well, is accurate or even the witnesses truth? have their own bible too so growing up i read the witness bible which like has a lot of excerpts that were um either completely changed or just like taken out altogether to like push their narrative you know yeah 
it's called manipulation. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you want to go into that, into I mean, your experiences with the witnesses. I mean, I guess. Are you ready? Um, <laughs> if I may, I would just like to finish up a point yeah. I made earlier, very, very briefly. Yeah. Uh, basically, I was saying that I was asking a person who's a uh, devout Christian um, questions, and, and I was getting very circular black and white answers. Well, um, like when I asked on the topic of objective morality, is there good and evil? Her answer was, yes, of course there is. Um, good is good and evil is sin. I said... Okay, I don't believe there is inherent objective good or evil because it is such a gray area, you know. When does one action stop being good and start being evil? You know, how do we determine that? Um, our moral code changes by the generation, so uh, who's to say what's good and evil? Where do I go to learn that? Do I go to your church to learn that? Girl, um, preach. Or do I go to the church down the road to learn that and get a different set of moral code and moral standards? Or can I just put them on myself and actually be yeah. a, a person? So I don't subscribe to the notion that uh, good and evil are inherent properties and are objective and we can define them. I just don't. So from that angle, that's where I was going with this. Um, she thinks that they are objective, so I ask, okay, what about homosexuality? She says, what do you mean? Well, homosexuality is a sin, according to the holy text that you read. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, it's a sin, so that means it's evil. Sins are evil. So are you saying that homosexuality as an act is a sin? Homosexuals are a sin? Is, homo is, is homosexuality a choice? If it is a choice, then these people are choosing to do evil acts. Does that make them inherently evil? Or, if it's not a choice, then these people are just inherently evil without, without even um, trying to. So, is that worthy of being sent to hell because you're just inherently well, evil? Then, well, what then amount you're of born good? That way, but if your God made you born that way and then also says that you're evil. Isn't it his fault that you're evil? Can you see exactly <laughs> why she wasn't exactly able to answer yeah. that? Because she's a follower of the Bible, mm -hmm. but the Bible doesn't really have an answer that can adequately, adequately explain that in how it relates to our modern time and our modern thinking on homosexuality. Mm -hmm. I'm a bisexual. I know I'm not evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on my moral Plus, standard, I at feel least. like we don't really need someone to tell us what is good and evil. Like I do, I do believe in good and evil, but I think that it's obvious. Are you hurting somebody physically? Okay, that's probably not. That's probably bad. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's not. It's not hard to tell what is good and evil. It's mm -hmm. very apparent. Like you don't need someone to tell you that. You know. So, I don't know. But that was this, the quick point I wanted to wrap up, was that when I brought up homosexuality, she's not anti-homosexual. She loves, you know, people. She's a great person. Mm -hmm. So, um, when I brought that up, she didn't quite have an answer for me, and it had her thinking. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted, was to not get a robotic black and white answer, was to have, you know, someone realize well, that there is a gray area, and that's all. And I was very pleased with that. Um, I... I I was just very pleased with that conversation as a whole because I really learned a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so you're a well Jehovah's Witness. Piggybacking off of what you just said. Yes. Um, 
So in the Old Testament, that's the Mosaic Law, right? That was before Jesus like came, and that was what you were supposed Jesus to do. Came. What? Just calm down. <laughs> I know you're excited. Sorry. I know you just God. talked about being okay. Anyways, so <laughs> I, I need to chill my face. Cry with this a little beard bit. Do you need me to spray my, you? My face is getting hot. She's. This is why I spray myself. Everyone makes fun of me. Look at all the. Okay. Anyways. Um, so. Oh boy. All right, so <laughs> fuck! I'm actually right. drunk right I'm, now. That's yeah. why I'm All being right. quiet. I'm my third beer in. <laughs> the and Old I just Testament them, so. has the Mosaic Law. I wish I had time to bring it up, but it says not only does it say Off the that top of the dome. In the, do not only does it say that in the same exact chapter, it also says if you're wearing garments of different types of material. That is also a sin. Yeah. And all sins. Wow. Misty. Just wait. All Talk sins in God's eyes are equal. Yeah. If you kill I've someone, read that, dude. if you kill yeah. someone, that is the same as wearing a garment of two different types of cloth. Or you eating bacon. See, okay, do you fucking wait. see why the notion of good and evil is ridiculous? But, but when Jesus came, he abolished all of those laws. Ooh. So basically, like, I'm not saying like he said everyone is totally fine to go fuck. A dude, if you're a dude, but like he abolished that being a a way to like not get into heaven, essentially, you know. Air, so air quotes. Yeah, air quotes. You have so to say them. So I just like to I like to tell people that because like the new test, the Old Testament, in my opinion, is more of like a history book. It's not necessarily something that you should read and think this is what we should do. It's just more so telling you the story of like what. Um, happened to get us to like where we are now and then the new testament is when jesus like came and it foretells like the end of times essentially mm. so okay guys we, we just took a very long pause <laughs> very long pause. and we are extremely drunk are extremely drunk <laughs> incoherent babbly and retarded <laughs> So be prepared to have right. this not I'm make any sort best. of sense. We I'm get lit on this Misty, podcast. don't cut this out. This Honestly, is important. I'm just kind of nervous to tell tell my story because it's kind of so she up. had to jump yes. like two beers. Yes. So right. we're gonna sit back. So. Jill's gonna tell her story. Jill, you have the floor. Okay. Is um, this your podcast? Yes, Tristan? it is. Well, you know what? Let's let's let the fans decide. All right. <laughs> The caucasity. The caucasity. Okay. All right. So. (laughs) And also, I want to say, while I'm telling my story, I want I want you guys to like interject with questions. Okay. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of stuff that, I mean, you guys, I I couldn't even tell. I'm not even fucking prepared. Like everything the witnesses believe in, I couldn't tell you within like an hour. You know what I mean? It would take me forever. Okay. So. Let's go. So I was raised a Jehovah's Witness from birth. Like, I grew up that way. Um, wow. I'd go every single Sunday, and we'd go door to door, you know, knock on doors and talk to people, drop off little brochures and pamphlets and stuff. And then you'd go once every Thursday, which is the one, the meeting where you conduct, um, you talk about how you're going to conduct, like, Bible studies and, like, t- like, spread the news. And, yeah, that was my whole life until maybe maybe like high school and like everything was normal like nothing really like weird happened and then um after high school i went to college and stopped going to the meetings and stuff so and all of high school nothing really you know, no strange. nothing weird okay and it's funny because i would look at people around me and think to myself like oh my god like they don't even know you know wow. 
Like, I feel so bad for them. I wish I could You felt like, elevated. Yeah. To a degree. Because they, they literally call it the truth. Like, when you're in the witnesses, Whoa. you know the truth. Yeah. So self-aggrandizing. So, yes. Um, so, then, uh, went to college. I stopped studying for quite a while. And when I moved to Arkansas, um, I was working at Butler Furniture. And this lady came in with a bunch of brochures and stuff. And she's like, you know, she's trying to give me a brochure. And I was like, oh, I'm actually a witness too. Like, even though I hadn't gone to the meetings in a long time, I still, like, I guess labeled myself as a witness. So anyways. Oh. <laughs> Featuring uh, us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm having fun listening to your story. Oh my God, you bitch. Okay. Shut up. So, um, so she lured me in. And I went to the meeting, right? And, all right, so here are the seven, like, if you're, this is like a psychological thing as well. Like, if you're in a cult, if you're not sure if you're in a cult or not, and you can check off, I think, five out of seven of these boxes, then your answer is yes. So, number one, we have opposing critical thinking. Oh, shit, Which is exactly dude. What That's you're a big about. thing to me. What? You mean literally every religion ever? What? Yeah. What? If Holy shit. If they, if they don't allow you to think for yourself, that's the first one. Second, isolating members and penalizing them for leaving. So the Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses, they believe in disfellowshipping. Dude. So if you break any of their rules, then you're disfellowshipped. Islam, too, is like that. If you have parents that are still in the meetings and you're like 18 years old, they literally are not allowed to talk to you. They're not allowed. Because if they get That's caught ridiculous. that they're doing that, then they're disfellowshipped as well. Um, we also have... Sad that anyone can fall for the... Emphasizing special doctrines outside scripture. We have seeking inappropriate loyalty to their leaders. Dishonoring the family unit. Crossing biblical boundaries of behavior, so in parentheses, versus sexual purity and personal ownership. And then seven, separation from the church. So the witnesses do every single one of those things. <laughs> Um, anyways, <coughs> so really, most religions do that. Yeah. All religions do Ex that. Yeah. Also, um, or also Mormons, which I will go yeah, into. Well, witnesses and Mormons are pretty fucking similar. And, um, the closest thing to witnesses is either Seventh-day Adventist or Mormons. They're very similar. And I feel like in the modern age, it's almost taboo to talk about Islam. And just mm -hmm. how negative and just how uh, mm -hmm. wrong and immoral by our standards it is. Yeah. Um, they have a big excommunication thing. Like, mm -hmm. if you try to leave, it's a it's a pretty fucking big yeah. deal. And well, it's probably the most oppressive and... Um, misogynistic Misogynistic Well, the whole point of religion a cult is out to there right keep now. you... To take everything you have away from you. Exactly. So if you try to leave, you literally can't because mm. you don't have a life outside of That's exactly what Scientology does. Yeah. They literally pick people off of the streets, mm -hmm. get them to go into their cult by housing them. Yeah. yeah. Scientology literally has whole complexes just for their members. Mm -hmm. Not only that... They pick up homeless people, but they pick up people that don't have anywhere else to go. You might as well not even So if they try person. to leave, then 
they can't because yeah. that's their home. That's yeah. what they've been raised wow. And the witnesses will tell you, like, when I was growing up, I mean, I saw so many people be disfellowshipped, you know? And when it happened, it was almost like gossip around the congregation. Like, oh, my God, did you hear, like, so-and-so's, like, aunt got disfellowshipped? And then all of us were like, wow, that's so sad. Like, she, they just, like, threw their life away, you know? It's, like, so sad. Damn, that is... I mean, Very I've fetish. I've had so many conversations like that's that, like some John know? Jones level of fucking cold mm-hmm. right Jim there. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm drunk. Fuck me. Jim okay. Jones. So, okay, you went up until high school, yeah. and then you talk about what makes it cold. Mm-hmm. That's all you talked about. Okay, so I was working at Buller Furniture, and this lady came in and gave me like a bunch of pamphlets because I'm sure. Have you ever had a witness yes. pamphlet given to you? Yeah, I feel like I think we yes. all have. Yeah, they all. It's a very specific art style. Like you can look at it and you know like who what it is. You know. And I was like, oh, I'm actually a witness, too. And she's like, oh, you should come to the church. And I'm like, okay. So I went, and I got roped in. I started doing Bible studies every Monday. So I was going to church on Sunday, having at-home Bible studies on Monday. And um, I never went to the midweek meeting because I just didn't have time. So then I met Clay. And I asked him to come with me because Clay loves me. He was like, okay. So we went to a couple meetings together and kind of the turning point, the beginning of the turning point was when there was this one Sunday, we're trying to get ready to go and Clay just like left. Like he went outside, left the house and he was like, I'm not going. And I had a fucking mental breakdown. Like I was like sobbing because in my head, him denying the truth meant that when I died, I would never see him again, and he would he would cease to exist, you know? And I wow. was fucking freaking out. I was having a mental breakdown. I was like, Clay, I can't stand the thought of you not existing anymore, and, like, you know, I just, it was just, like, awful. Wow. And then after that, um... When you believe something of that caliber and you believe it that strongly, yeah. you're just so indefatigable. Just you literally you can't actually believe that yeah. is what will happen. I can see how you would have a mental breakdown. Yeah, of course. I can. But that's totally what you're told that. your whole you life. You are brainwashed. Yes. So then um, I started doing. Well, I guess I didn't really start doing my own research. I went on YouTube one day, and this girl um, named Taylor Bjerndal, I think. Yeah. She posted a YouTube video called Leaving the Witnesses, My Story. And I was like, what is that? So I clicked it. And her story was, like, fucking insane. Like, her, um, she was, this is where the trigger warning would come into place. She was raped and beaten by her dad her whole life. Her sister was 13 and had a miscarriage by her dad. That makes me sad. Who was an elder, which an elder is basically, the the whole came. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses Kingdom Hall thing is run by wow. old guys. Yep, like that's women, how Mormons are. Women I are have not some allowed. Notes on that. <laughs> yeah, they're not allowed to have like um, any type of like rulership. So um, she finally like she she finally got her dad to like be arrested. You know. So after that whole experience of finding her, I started doing my own research, and I was like, what the fuck? Because like the witnesses are told to not Google themselves. If you Google your name, there's people out there that will lie about you and put out stuff that isn't true. So don't ever look up what we are because they're lying. So I was like, that okay. is exactly so, what Scientology wow. says. Wow. Yeah. 
it's not even funny like that's exactly what yeah. they say so i never looked it up because i was like oh my god i don't want to like read lies you know so then <laughs> that hurts Damn, my soul. so then <laughs> i found out we're told as witnesses like you know how like churches do tithing like where you pass around the plate and you give money you're supposed yes. to give 10 percent of what your profit is to your church mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do that's fucked i know so witnesses don't do that they have a tiny box in the lobby where you can put money in if you want. You're not pressured to give money, which I guess is nice. Um, one of the small positive things about being Literally the only thing. Yeah, you don't really ever give money. But we're told that all of our money is going to building new congregations. We're spreading. Everyone's learning about us. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, we're trying to, uh, what's the word? Is there a receipt There's for that money? There's a certain phrase. No. There's a certain phrase for it. I can't remember what it is. But basically, you're trying to reach the people in like South America, Africa, that don't know the, the truth Mission. yet. You know? No, it's like a whole ass like fucking, it's, okay. okay. So, I don't remember. <laughs> but um, I found out that not only are they break not only are they like tearing down congregations and marrying them into one congregation but all of your money is going towards the settlements for the child sexual abuse cases like right now the witnesses have i think three million dollars in settlements that they're trying to pay but they fucking can't because they don't have any money and they're using all the fucking donations that we think that we're told are going to building more congregations and spreading the good news is going towards fucking little girls and boys. Sorry, I'm like getting emotional. No, you deserve that to. Like, that's being all taken they advantage get. of. I mean, their innocence is literally taken away from them. Mm-hmm. So all they're able to get is money. Think about it. Like, what are the, you? You can't give someone back their innocence. You literally can't do that. So Just all you can do is give money. them money. So they're using fix it, it for their fucking money. child rape yeah, lawsuits. Because witnesses, they believe in the Bible. This is a verse too, which is fucked up. They believe in the two witness rule. So you cannot go to an elder. Like the elders want you to come to them before the police. Like you're not supposed to go talk to the government. Because the government is corrupt. They're not looking out for you. The elders know the proper way for punishment. So How convenient is that? Right? So like if you're being molested by your dad or raped by your dad or something, then if you don't have a second witness, they literally won't listen to you. You know? So all of these lawsuits are happening... My God. After you're an adult, because you're finally able to like really think about it and be like, "Whoa, this shit was fucked up." And I'm actually disgusted. Yeah. Right now. So after I read that, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, because I didn't know that. You know, we're told not to Google ourselves. Wow. Um, so that just raises an issue of any sort of institution or doctrine mm-hmm. which um, exalts one person above the rest Mm -hmm. like the pope or the bishop or the priest mm -hmm. or the boy scout or the policeman very specific okay it goes jehovah first because they don't believe jesus and god are the same person they think that jehovah's first then jesus then men then women then children that's like the order of hierarchy so you're not supposed to like cross those boundaries well when you go to then the man or the elder in jehovah's the problem is they're exalted above the rest they're for some reason for some reason or another maybe it's god maybe it's the government giving them the authority for some reason they are exalted above you they are venerated by the people around them so naturally everyone comes to them as some moral arbiter of what's good and what's not so 
people don't fucking know how to handle power. So what happens is, and it's a case in religion. That's why um, little, that's why little boys get molested by priests. It's the case in the Boy Scouts. Why the leaders take advantage of the scouts. Mm-hmm. And policemen who abuse their power and beat uh, civilians to death in the streets. Mm-hmm. That's the reason is because people don't know how to handle power. And those elders don't know how to handle their power. So they take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And in taking advantage of it, they take advantage of the people that are their <laughs> underlings. And in doing so... The audacity... And in doing so, and taking advantage of the power that is rightfully given to them by God. And not only that, but knowing that they they hurt people, they can get away with it. And they can get away with it. With their bullshit tax exempt. (laughs) By God. By fucking God. And it's all tax exempt at the end of the day. There is more. So then. The governing body. Do you all know about the governing body? No. It is. <laughs> Tell me. Inform us. A group us. of, I think, five men. Um, that of course wow. it's men. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, it's men. They're talked to directly by Jehovah. Je- they can hear. And what's fucked Jehovah's up? Jehovah's a person? That's God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yahweh. It's spelt. Oh, Yahweh. Yeah. Y-H-W. Dub- or wait. Y-A-H-W-E-H. No, because there's no vowels in Jewish. It's Y-H-W-H. Oh, so it's a different. Yeah, so Yahweh okay. would technically be the closest way to pronounce it, but Jehovah's Witness is say Jehovah, right? Oh. So, I honestly hadn't really considered why the fuck they were called Jehovah's yes. Witnesses until, up until um, this moment. Oh my god, there's so much stuff that's like rushing through my brain. Okay, wait. So, there's about like, I think five governing body members, and I, I didn't know this as a child, but apparently they can hear Jehovah, which we're told is not supposed to happen. But apparently these governing body members can. I don't fucking know. So one of the main things about being a witness is you pro- you're you're proud of your modesty. How little can you have? The littlest the little The humbler the better. The humbler the better, yes. That's witnesses love that shit. So I started looking into the governing body members and I was like, this dude's wearing a Rolex. No fucking way. This dude on a Saturday oh my is God. photographed at a liquor store what a fucking hypocrite. of whiskey. What a hypocrite bitch, dude. Yeah. That is just like those fucking um, billionaire preachers who go off buying private jets yeah. with the tax fucking church donor money. I was like, could he not use that $10,000 $10, Rolex, must I add? Could he not have spent that on a congregation? Mm. Right? It's just like none he of it... He needs that role. None of it was making sense. That and priest then, needs that jet. Then I looked up the founder of Jehovah's Witnesses, Charles Taze Russell. He created the Witnesses, and I think it started in 1920. It's a fairly new mm. uh, sect of Christianity. And they basically started... Their their start was... was uh, What's the word? Um, I can't think of the word honorable i guess yeah like they what they were trying to do made sense they wanted it started to, kind of legit yeah they first. wanted to break away almost from the whole like rules of christianity and really just sit down they would sit down every single weekend together there was only like five or six of them they'd pull out the bible and they would go from beginning to end and sit down and read it write down notes that was the whole point was we need to break this down for ourselves we're tired of people telling us how to like read this we're gonna read this for ourselves which I like. I like that. That's I think that respectable. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so he started the Jehovah's Witness, and which basically meant we're witnessing 
what he's writing. Like we're just reading his words and studying it. And if you ever go to a Kingdom Hall meeting, that's how it is. It's basically like you're in college. Like there's not, you know how some churches, there's a lot of like soulful music and everyone's raising yeah. their hands up and shit. Witnesses. Sing Kumbaya. Witnesses would never. Oh my God. The more heartless, the better. They don't want any, any emotion. It's all about reading the it's Bible. It's all about fucking getting down to brass tacks. <laughs> yes. This is what we fucking doing in yes. this bitch. Like, right? we are called. Can you tell I'm You need to listen to yes. us. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, Our so podcast is great, Charles Taze Russell created the religion. And then, guess what he died as? Oh. A Freemason. He, not only did he create what? the religion. He Plot died twist? not a witness. He decided to separate himself from what? the religion he created. And he died a Freemason. Oh. So after all this shit, I was like, all right, shit's fucked. I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm fucking out. And thankfully, my, my parents, like, are not hardcore witnesses to the extent that they would, like, um, ignore me, you know? Because some children... How could you be a witness but not hardcore? That doesn't make any sense to me. You can kind of... It's like a lazy witness. Just be kind of lackadaisical about it. Like, if they were to go to the congregate, If they were to go to the meetings... They wouldn't. They'd be shunned. They'd be, like, looked down upon. But in their heads, they think that they're a witness. You know what I mean? So they're still conditioned, but they don't. Yeah. So like, if you were you're to go to my dad. Jehovah, but you're lazy about it. They if don't you were to do... go to my dad and say, hey, what religion are you? He'd be like, oh, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, when's the last time you went to a meeting? 2013? <laughs> <laughs> Man. So, like, real witnesses would tell my dad, you're not a real witness, you know? But to my dad, he is one. Can I just put this into context for some people <coughs> and say that if you are a devout follower of an old religion, such as, you know, like an Islam or Judaism or, or Christianity, if you're a devout follower of an old religion and you look at these new religions like the Jehovah's Witnesses or the, uh, the Scientologists or the Mormons, look at them and see them as, oh, they're so silly. They're so ridiculous. They believe that ridiculous old tripe. <laughs> How silly. How quaint. Well, you looking at them with that snide sort of over the top of your nose, holier than thou sort of look, that's exactly how non-religious, nihilist, atheist, I'm coming off really mean, really mean right now, really nihilist people look at devout followers of the older religions as well because i'm sorry newsflash they're all equally ridiculous they're all the fucking same thank you <laughs> so if you need a comparison for how we view a christianity look at how we view a scientology or a Mormonism. I just Mormonism. God, I'm fucking drunk. I personally... <laughs> I just Mormonism personally... I just I like... personally... No. I just personally <laughs> just don't think Fuck. that uh, a structure, a religious structure is... I, I just don't think it makes sense. Like, it, it, it it's just another way to control mm -hmm. people. Yes. Like, and of course, there are the deeper ones like Jehovah's Witness, Mormonism, mm -hmm. Scientology, other cults mm -hmm. uh, that are 
deepened in that to control people. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like Catholicism and Christianity are also another way to control people. You know, I agree. Like, well, very well said. Like, week. like if people are born without morals, you know, like can I they say, basically like, imprint on them so that they can have a set of rules. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. I feel like you know, you have to learn later in life that there's not always. There, there's a lot of gray area in that. Yes. Like, you can't just, like, follow certain rules and be so uh, close-minded to, you know, certain morals. That's one thing I'm really big on is gray areas. Like, that's literally everything is a gray area when you With see With religion, it. everything is so black and white, and that's just mm-hmm. so bullshit. Nothing yeah. is black and white. Not even the colors black and white or black and white. There's mm-hmm. off-white. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There's coal. Uh, you know? That's yes. not quite black, but not, not quite gray. Even you in know? colors, there's not, you know. So, Jill, <laughs> Very, what were you? Um, okay, I was just, well, I forgot now. Damn, really? Because I was thinking, no. I was trying Misty. to make a joke in my head, like, wow, that's something a bisexual would say. There's so many different types of black and white. <laughs> There's just really so many Well, you know what? Options. Joke made. I think it landed. I laughed. Okay. So, good job. Um, Are you sure I'm the one that laughed? Um, okay. But I was going to say <laughs> that if you the really fuck? think about who Jesus was as a person, right? He... Was he real, though? Was a fucking hippie. There's a good chance That's he was a real person. literally what he did. Decent chance. I, I do believe... Okay. I'm going to be honest. He was a and he wasn't white. I'm going to be honest. I do believe in Jesus. He, and he was not white. And I do, like, this is where, this is why I have a hard time. Because I believe in Jesus and I believe in his message. I love what he taught. But everything else in the Bible I have a problem with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I love the idea of just, like, like, all he did was literally walk around heal people, feed people, and, like, spread love. Like, that's all he did. What he did was he walked around, and he Mm -hmm. told people, I am the son of God. Mm -hmm. You must follow me. Follow religion. Follow me. So, if anything, it's not humble. It's not noble. But, like, technicalities aside, like, I think that he meant well. He really did, you know? And, like, there's this one story that always... How can we know that? There's this one story (laughs) that I always think about where... He went to um, a leper. Because back in the day, like, leprosy wasn't really understood. So if you had leprosy, you were basically, like, filth. Like, they would not even fucking look at you. Like, Can you, you were uh, just, like, For the shunned. folks at home, explain what leprosy is. It's just, like, a disease of the skin. Like, you have, like, <clears throat> your skin is just absolutely fucking, you're, yeah. It, there's, like, wounds everywhere. You look kind of almost like a monster. I don't know. I feel bad saying that, but, like. It's a skin condition. Yeah, it's a skin condition. Yeah. Um, so he, there was this leper and he, in a crowd of people went up to him and he was like, let me heal you. And the leper was like, no, like I, I, I'm not worth it. You know? And if you really like Jesus knew he had the power to not even touch him and heal him. Like he could just heal him if he wanted to, but he was like, let me touch you. And the fact that he touched this man in front of everyone was such a big deal because you're not supposed to even like fucking talk to a a leper you know but he like reached out his hand and like held him and touched him and i just like i feel like that really just struck a chord with me i get it but uh okay on one note you have that jesus touches this man who's not even normally spoken to 
Wow. Such a symbol of moral virtue, but yet, at the same time, in the same holy text, they're going over the logistics of buying slaves. Mm-hmm. So... I think that that's a time period thing, too, though. Because, exactly! Yeah. Why the fuck are we still looking at this fucking book? <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's a story. All I'm saying is that is a story, like, really, I don't know. It just impressed me in a good way. You know, like, it, I took yeah. something good out of it. Because even if even if you don't believe in God, there are some stories that are good. They're good Yes, things, but that same know? notion of whatever, like, don't judge a book by its cover or don't treat a person like dog shit just because they look like dog shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying. Can't to, you take that from someone else? I'm not trying from to being raised in a, you, in a fucking preschool. But that doesn't—that's not really like a reason to follow the religion. No, I know. You know? That's some. That's a conclusion I can come to my own goddamn self. Mm-hmm. Not to treat, uh, not to treat somebody like just dog saying, shit just because they have a skin condition. All I'm saying yeah. is my whole life. This is my life, you guys. You could think whatever you wanted. I yeah. was raised this way. This is all I, I fucking know, knew. and that's fucking so insane to me. I took. I get it. The small, I, I really the small victories I could. Yeah. That was something that I read as a literal like ten year old. That I was like, oh my god, like this is this is great. I get you it. You know. And in this context, we can to, judge it and see it's crazy. I now, had to read but... the good parts too. Like <laughs> I had to like have some type of positive, like outcome in the context you know? of a budding young person yeah. coming the into Bible the world is mostly just i can totally awful. see yeah it's just destruction horror awful things like yes. you have to like Genocide. you have to hold on to like the little good that there is <laughs> like they like reflect on that you know yeah well i'm going to segue into how i grew up please do in, in religion because i feel like i've lo- uh, not a lot of people really know this about me, but I actually went to church every week whenever oh. I was a teenager. Wow. Um, Did not know that. With my family, of course. Uh, we were actually at this church for a, a few years. Um, but, you know, as a teenager, like, I'm changing, you know, I'm, I'm becoming myself. Um, I'm making friends, quote-unquote, that I thought were friends. But, you know, it was just, it was just a, it was a Christian church. It wasn't, like, anything crazy or, or cultish. <laughs> Jill. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> um, but, you know, I still had a lot of bad experiences. For example, one of the main reasons that I had my break from religion was whenever I was, like, 16, maybe. I think I was 15 or 16. You know, I was talking with my air quotes friends about, you know, me kind of discovering my sexuality. And, you know, I was kind of coming out at that age and telling them, you know, oh, you know, I like boys, but I also like girls. And I made the mistake of telling one of the girls that I thought she was attractive and so she flipped out. Wow. Ran away. And oh this God. was the preacher's daughter, too. <laughs> so Oof. so Oof. I'm pretty sure there's really a song about that. Um, <laughs> um, but no, like, she, like, freaked out, ran away, uh, like, literally went and, like, told her father 
that I was gay, it was a sin, and that I was trying to hit on her, which I wasn't. I just told her that objectively she was attractive. Oh my God. And I was using it as an example, you know, like, yeah, like I'm gay. Like I find, you know, for example, this girl attractive. Wow. So that person is brainwashed. Yeah. Um, and so they, they literally pulled me and my mom aside at the end of a, at the end of a, like a, like Wait, a Sunday session. What, or what denomination was this? It was just a, like Baptist. No, it was just Christian. Oh, like okay. just kind of one of those basic Christian churches. Yeah, they're you usually know? the big ones are usually Baptists. That's usually no, it wasn't Baptist. It was separate. It was like just Christian. Yeah, there's so fucking many. Like mm-hmm. they were, quote unquote, Hard to an control. open Christian, like mm-hmm. church. Um, yeah. But they, a couple of the 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 pastors pulled me and my mom aside specifically alone after like a session at the church and like you know told my mom that it was a sin that i was gay and that uh i needed to apologize for being gay and repent and like and like uh basically saying that we were no longer welcome Mm -hmm. at the church and (laughs) Like, for my mom, that was a big deal because my little sister had just been born. So, like, that was the only time that she was, like... Because they had a daycare there for all the little kids, Mm -hmm. for all the church members, you know. Like, you know, a church member would watch their kids or whatever. So, that was the only time that she got away from my little sister because she was still, like, one or two, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And they basically, like, just threw us out completely. Because I'm of sorry. the fact that I claimed to be gay and that I wouldn't apologize or repent. And, like, like I love my mom, but, like, like she questioned why I was gay. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I was born this way. Like, I've always felt attracted to girls. Like, my first kiss was a girl. Me too. You know, like... I can't say... Well... My first kiss was a girl. (laughs) (laughs) But, I don't know. It was just, it made me, it it spiraled me into this, like, situation to where I claimed to be satanic. Yeah. Just to kind of, I guess, rebel. But later on in life, I realized that satanism isn't actually that bad. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't just sacrifice children and fucking goats well usually what you're talking about is levian satanism where um anton levay um Mm -hmm. he put forth the idea of satanism being um less about the uh literal lucifer and more about the metaphorical human spirit and the human condition and the uh, the actual like who you are as a person and just giving into your natural desires that's what levian satanism is about yeah. Um, so that's probably, you know, since I saw at your house, I was at your house earlier, you have the Satanic Bible written by LaVey. That's what uh, that sort of Satanism is. I can't really speak to um, a normal Satanist. It's. But LaVey and Satanism is a lot more about philosophy. It's and not. Human nature. Yes, but actual Satanism isn't sacrificing, like, goats, and it's, it's more metaphorical. 
Okay, that's like, like yeah, it's, exactly. It's not like literal I mean, Satan, you know. Like <clears throat> there definitely is a branch though where they do shit like that. Because my mom, yeah, of course, there has my mom to grew be. up in Detroit, Michigan, and the night before Halloween is Devil's Night, and I mean you could literally drive around and just see you could see shit like that happening, you know? Yeah. So there definitely is a branch where they do that for sure. I don't know like what it would be called, but it's um, it's less common than people would think though. Yeah. Because definitely. I feel like Satanists uh, lean towards more uh, you know, that that area of yeah. Satanism because I mean, it, it's it's not it's not inherently evil. I mean, you know, when I think about like Satan for me, I never say Satan. I always say, like, Luciferianism, because that's usually, like, what they call themselves. But, like, mm-hmm. the way I feel about it is, like, they're taking back what was taken from them from from Christianity. So they're taking back their, like, choices, like, their free will. Their individuality. Their, their individuality, their sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being able to do whatever you want, but still recognizing that it's not difficult to like decide like to know what is like morally okay or not like they're not they're still good people but they're they're like letting themselves um be individuals instead of just like being part of like you know and being i just told what to do i also want to say you know at the beginning i said that i was a witch that is completely different from satanism for everyone yeah. out mm-hmm. there this is psa we don't fucking like worship the devil you know Mm -hmm. it's it's more like fairies and magical stuff you know like (laughs) like we don't fucking (laughs) sacrifice animals and like draw sigils in blood all over our house like right after i left there's like squirrels drawing a pentagram on the floor (laughs) and shit no we don't do that we just like charge our crystals with our intent and like create spells you know Like, like right after i left the witnesses i actually practiced um being a Wiccan for like a year I think and I just like it's a lot of work I feel like (laughs) I don't know I guess y'all just I guess I can shit on whatever right like do it please I feel like it's so silly to me like I can't handle it like that idea of like some like a thing having like like having a spell I don't know I just I can't I just can't. My brain is like too logical. I can't like grasp onto the well, idea that we anything... don't believe in literal magic. I know, but like the whole thing, like <laughs> one of the things I did was, oh, you cut um, an onion in two and you like put it on different sides of your house and it's supposed to like absorb the negative energy or whatever. And I was like, like as I'm doing it, I was like, this is the dumbest fucking shit ever how? in my fucking life. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just it's, working it's not even what you use. It's intention. Yeah. Like. If but then, intend, but after that, I was like, why do I even need to have, why do I, what is Wiccan? What is that? Like, you like, could I, literally use anything. Like, yeah. I could pick up a stick and be like, this is gonna, you know, yeah. create love in my me, life. But then to me, that didn't connect with a certain uh, belief system. It was more so just me, like, having a thought process, you know? Like, oh, okay, well, we're gonna think positive thoughts today all right cool it's literally just intention positive intention Mm -hmm. like if you put intention into this cup for example Mm -hmm. you know like it's if you have a positive mindset it's gonna bring you positive which i have to say i do like i do like that idea because sometimes it it is helpful to take like what you're thinking in your head and put it into like 
um, an image, you know. So like something like a tarot card or things like that. I do, I do like because it helps you look at a, a situation from like a different angle and put a different um, twist on like what you're thinking. Because sometimes you, when you're like ruminating, you're thinking the same thing over and over. And it's hard to like look at something from a different angle. It's all about interpretations. Like, yeah. like I can do a reading on both of you and you could get the same cards. But, see, but it's it's tailored to you yeah. guys individually. And the reading and what is you technically us. Yeah, what you yeah. interpret from that is what's going to bring mm -hmm. those things into your life. Yeah. You know? And I don't believe it, but I do respect it. Yeah. Like Well, you don't have to believe it though. Like that's the cool part. Like if you really do believe in yourself mm -hmm. and like how you interpret things, it's actually cool to have to have something tell you like, you know, oh, this means this, but it really doesn't. Yeah. You can just think about it in a different way, you know? I should have said this from the start. I'm not a hundred percent sure in any of my convictions mm -hmm. at all. And I believe that people who are inexorably sure of all their beliefs, without a doubt, are lunatics. Mm -hmm. All of them. Well, you have to have some seeds of doubt somewhere. Even the most devout Christians should have at least a 1% chance of doubt in them. All of them. And or, or else they're just blind. Or else they're followers. just blind. And, and I am just potentially <laughs> blind because I believe that... I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't think I am, but I could be. Well, I was talking to Jenny today, and she made a really good point where she was like, well, if you're, if you're completely an atheist, right, then technically you believe in something, which is nothing. Yes. Right? So the mm. most atheist way of thinking would technically be agnostic, because then you're like, I don't really know. Like, yeah. whatever, when I die, I don't know what's going to happen to And me, I will also you know? say that everyone is an atheist. Every mm -hmm. single person on this earth is an atheist. Even the most devout Christians. Mm -hmm. You are an atheist, not to the religion that you have put forth as what you believe. Because there's that, that, that uh, perspective of uncertainty. No, not where I'm going with this. Oh, okay, um, okay. And uh, Richard Dawkins has uh, kind of uh, put this forth into the zeitgeist for me, is that everyone is an atheist, even the most devout Christians, because there are about like 999 other gods, yep. Zeus, Baphomet, all of those you don't believe exist, mm -hmm. and all those other religions of the past, you believe in your one. So you are an atheist, even though you're not. You're an atheist to all the other gods that have ever been created. Mm -hmm. What's so wrong with just cutting down one more? I don't know. I think that's a good Or, point. you know, if anything, I like the idea of kind of picking and choosing from different teachings. Like, even if you don't believe in the religion, there are still things that do help you kind of learn about yourself and about, like, life in general. And you can kind of, like, pick and choose and educate yourself in that way, yeah. you know? Because it really does help to, like, look, not for, like, an answer, but for, uh, I guess, like, help to find your own conclusion. And to just kind of pick and choose from, you know, from different things like that. Cause but at that point, what is even really the point? Mm -hmm. Just start from a blank slate and come to your own yeah. conclusions without any sort of... I always like to think the best way to go to church is to like... Oh god, this is going to sound so cheesy. Is to just kind of like walk around 
Like, this is why I used to... When I was in college, it was, like, the hardest time of my life. And I would literally, like, go out at night and, like, walk around by myself in the silence. And that was, like, my way of having that type of experience, you know? Just being alone and, like, letting my mind kind of, like, wander and think Mm. about whatever I wanted, you know? Yeah. I think that that was, like... Well, now that we've gone through all of that, I would like to talk to you all about Jesus. And about (laughs) his teachings and how his word will save you. God damn it. (laughs) That's right. You have been hoodwinked. For I am a devout Christian. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. Well, I'm sorry. I would love to segue into how your break from, from religion began. Like, okay. what's, what's well, specifically? Um, this is honestly pretty brief. I can just kind of... Um, basically, uh, my whole family is Christian, but we're not super devout. Uh, and when I grew up, I um, explored a lot on um, not only the internet, but also uh, television and things. And I was just uh, kind of see things that I would point out and just think to myself, eh... I don't really know about that, you know, like, uh, in church, the priest would say things that I just didn't really know about, so I would do my own independent research, and it really wasn't that big a transformation for me or anything, I just found that eventually, I just came to my own conclusions about everything, and I just eventually thought, why not just issue all of that completely? And just be my own person from the ground up. And um, that's that's really where it all is, you know. It's, it's not really um, a very in-depth story like you two have. Uh, it's really just... About experience? I just decided to go my own way. Yeah. Wait, never mind. Sorry, I was about to break into song. Stop. <laughs> High school musical. Yeah, but... Okay, anyways. But no, like, that was it. That, that was it. And that's... Um, and it's been that way ever since. And I haven't always been a nihilist or atheist, but once I did, I haven't looked back. And um, I told you that I'm totally malleable. Like, I could change mm-hmm. how I feel about things, but I am 99.9% sure about atheism well, or nihilism for me. But I will admit, I, I will say I do not know. What's funny is... Now that I'm, I'm not sure. a witness, and I'm, I guess right now in my life, at the moment, <clears throat> I'm like, because I did go to like a non-den- non-denominational kind of church right after the witnesses, which was fine, honestly, like, I did learn a lot, and if anything, it was more like a therapy session <laughs> than like a church, you know? It was one of those super like emotional, hands in the air, singing kind of things where you're you're crying like every single time, you know? I, I feel like right now... I'm, like, the least religious I've ever been in my life, but I'm the happiest. Go figure. So. Maybe it's because you can think for yourself. I do think there is a <laughs> correct correlation to being well, able to uh, have some independent thought and being happy. Yeah. Like, like thinking thoughts and not feeling guilty about it. Like, I when yeah. I was a witness, I would think these thoughts and, and feel like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? You know? Like, I need to, like... Oh my god, I need to pray because obviously I'm like letting my mind wander. Gotta pray the gay away. 
For real. Oh my god, it's so hard though. I would, like three I gay so people just hurt. sitting around a fucking computer talking about just 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 goofing on religion. But basically. you know what? As I was, you said I should say this earlier. This is what philosophers do, and we all know they were all gay as shit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they would just get super drunk and talk about. Well, most topics. of the uh, ancient philosophers have been Roman and Greek, and mm-hmm. um, both Roman and Greek people, just as a whole, had pretty lenient mm-hmm. thoughts on uh, homosexuality. That's so true. that's not yeah. that's not really that unusual. They were all gay, drunk, and just yeah. having deep ass. They thoughts. just they just <laughs> believed in fucking. Yeah. Really. In fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that's essentially it. Oh my god, are we like the new age philosophers? I think so. If us three are the new age philosophers, I think it's we're a scary fucked. time ahead. We're fucked. Right. Yeah. If, if we're it, then we <laughs> are I in... I feel bad. That, then the human is race it. is in for a wild ride if we are the new philosophers. <laughs> oh, oh boy. We just drink fucking beer and we're just like, hey guys, so like, this is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Get ready, human race. Mm-hmm. So I would love to just like comment on Mormonism. <sighs> because unfortunately, and I'm sorry to anyone in Thomas's family, but unfortunately they are all Mormon. Thomas, your husband. Uh, yes. Uh, he... <sighs> like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I feel... As though it's probably one of the m- most misogynistic religions that I've come into contact with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's probably worse ones out there, like, for example, Islam. Um, but just knowing uh, what they talk about uh, to the women alone, not only do they separate all the men and women and speak about different things... Like, they literally, in the church, have separate sessions for men and women. Mm -hmm. Because they preach about different things. The women are expected to be, you you know, devoted to their husbands. Like, basically, like, they serve their husbands under God. Mm -hmm. That is probably a quote in the also, in the Mormon Bible. If you're the if you are like the most devout Mormon male and you've like really done what you're supposed to do in life, like the highest form of heaven for them is living in a harem. Yeah. Do you know about this? Yes. Yeah, you're living amongst a bunch of virgin women. You can have your pick. Do whatever you want for all eternity. If you do some research like just do any amount of research That's on um, Joseph Smith and just how much of a con artist he was. Oh my God. And just go into his life and all the lies he's told about his life that are so easily just swept away. Just that entire religion. Just uh, on the note of what I was speaking of earlier, where if you need a hint on how we view all religions, just look at the new ones and how you view them. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mormonism. Mm-hmm. Mormonism, oh And Mormons God. are, are like, some of the closest to witnesses. Like, yeah. They're very they're, similar. Like, like, I'm sorry, Thomas, for this, but one of the... One of the most creepiest things that I've ever witnessed mm-hmm. um, was his sister's wedding vows. <laughs> she had... 
like the most beautiful poem prepared for her wedding vows. It, you know, was meaningful, but her husband, on the other hand, was, you know, incredibly Mormon, raised in the church, whole family is Mormon, you know, it's, it's ingrained in them. And his quote unquote wedding vows were a premise of, I'm glad to be with you because you're such a beautiful child of God. He said that at least four times. Mm-hmm. And his wedding vows. Like, it just, it was so creepy to me because of the fact that he literally had no other words mm-hmm. because he felt obligated to just get married in the church. Yeah. Like, essentially, if you're a single woman in the Church of Mormon, it's almost looked down upon. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, that's a whole other thing, but, like, you know. The whole idea of not being able to do anything, apparently, until you're married, is literally insane. Because then you have, like, 18-year-olds getting married and having kids right away, then they don't ever enjoy their life. Yeah. They go from being children to, like, being parents. They don't have an in-between like you're supposed to. Yeah, like, for example, uh, uh, my husband's mom uh, was excommunicated because she had a child. Mm-hmm. before marriage. Yeah. Yeah. But she literally, it was the same thing with Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. Like, they want you to go to them, you know, mm-hmm. before anyone else and just, you know, confess their sins. Yeah. And so she went to the church, you know, uh, confessed that she was pregnant and that, you know, she was struggling to raise, you know, that she was going to struggle to raise this child. And... They basically said, fuck you, you know, like, get the fuck out. Like, she had to, like, come back years later and, and like, air quotes, repent Mm -hmm. for her sins. So she went back to try to be... Yes. Like, I I love her. Like, you know, she's a pothead. Like, she doesn't... She's not, obviously, she's not a devout Mormon. Mm -hmm. But it makes me sad that, like... It's so ingrained she, in She, like, them feels the need to prove herself that, in some way. Yeah, like, she she, she feels obligated to go yeah. to that There's church so much guilt. There's so much guilt in religion, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't enjoy anything. I'm just so glad exactly. that as an adult, I didn't I, have to go through any of that. Yeah. And then I just thought for, my, thought see, for I myself... See, I just did whatever the fuck I wanted as a teenager. It was a bad... I mean, see? There we go. There's the mindset of, like, thinking that it's bad. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. I feel like we're all in good places now, though, you know? Oh, yeah. Now that I yeah. realize it's all shit and it's all meaningless, I'm honestly in the best place you know, I've ever been in my entire life. when you first told life. me that, I was like, whoa. That's really sad that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And then the more that I thought about it, I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. It's you know? freeing. Because if there's no meaning to free. anything, then you can, like, make any type of... Um, conclusion. Yeah, like you can just live your life. Yeah, like you can live for the moment. That's all it's about. Nihilism isn't about some super negative feeling or thing or thinking like, oh, it's all meaningless. I'm so depressed. No, Mm -hmm. it's actually, it's actually good. Yeah, because my whole life I associated nihilism with depression. It's humbling to feel like you don't really have a place in the universe. Yeah, for real. And then the thought of like dying and just dying. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound great? Why would I want to live forever? Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> With yeah. my memories? 
No. Well. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so my mom actually sent me in some stories, and uh, uh, some of them are lighthearted, but I'm going to start off with a negative one so that we can transition into the lighthearted ones. <laughs> it's kind of short. When my grandfather divorced my grandmother, a Catholic priest told her that if she ever had sex again, she would be committing adultery because the church doesn't recognize divorce, so technically they would still be married. Wow. Yeah. All right. Marriage is for life. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Even though it was my grandfather who was divorcing her. Yeah. It wasn't her choice. Like, he literally left her because, like, she, he, like, stopped finding her attractive and married a, a younger woman. Mm-hmm. And she wow. had no other, no other place to go after, after the divorce, so she went to the church, and they basically excommunicated her for that. <laughs> like, that's fucked. That's fucked. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Is yeah. there a more positive story after that? Oof. Well, my mom's kind of funny. She's 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 a Catholic, and I love her. <laughs> like she's she Your believes in Catholic? yeah she be- know that. yeah she believes in God. So I'm sure she'll enjoy this episode. Oh, no. oh boy, oh, no. she'll certainly enjoy a lot of my takes. I've had. Oh, she'll probably call me. It's all bullshit. She'll probably call me screaming right. at me like, "Who was that fucking boy on there? Like, Who was that devil boy you got on shit. that podcast of yours? I'll beat his ass." So she says, "I was raised Catholic, and a friend invited me to her church." It was a true Southern Baptist church, and we sat in the front row. Uh, The pastor came into the pulpit, slammed down his Bible on the wooden stand in front of them. The Bible was bigger than her head, and he announced that every Catholic on the face of the earth was bound for hell. My mom said she she was so surprised that she stood upright in front of him, picking up her purse, walked out of the church, and a, per- a parishioner followed her out, asking how she could be so rude as to walk <laughs> out like that. She said, hey, if I'm going to hell, I figured I would get a head start. He looked at me <laughs> blankly, and she said, I'm gl- I'm Catholic. <laughs> His reaction was priceless. He closed his mouth, went back into the church. I went home. <laughs> oh my god! I love your mom so much. I know she's so sassy. She really is. Wow. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and another story of hers is, and I quote: "When I was in school, there was a Christian comedian who was telling us a true story about uh, from his missionary days about a church that split up over the color of their hymn song books." One half of the church members wanted the hymn books to be read to signify that it was okay to eat meat. The other church members wanted uh, blue hymn books because they felt it was wrong to eat meat. Uh, The church split up over the color of the song books. (laughs) Not only that, but some of the feuding members came back in the middle of the night and literally took chainsaws and cut the church in half 
and hauled their half of the church building away, leaving both sides without a place to worship. Were they literally insane? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I guess so. That's insane. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 a that's a good uh, light-hearted story to end on. Jeez. After all this heavy-ass shit, yeah. <laughs> we need some levity of a new. I know, yes, for real. My mom's the one to to do that. Mm-hmm. I think we're good, right? I yeah. think so. I think so, you guys. Well, I'm gonna plug Tristan because oh fuck yeah, he, our new podcast at the very logo. end of the like three-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, who's this guy? Uh, by the way, he does some art. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I did the logo um, yes. for these fuckers. And, and uh, you do commissions, right? I do do commissions. So if you're, you know. Um, if, you, if you want him to draw you naked, he might do it. I might do it. Uh, <laughs> if you want, just go to my TikTok. I am uh, at Doddle Doodles. Or go to my Instagram at uh, D A W D L E Doodles. And uh, Instagram, same, at Doddle Doodles, or go, just go to the Doddle Doodles website, doddledoodles.com. Yeah. Doddle, like you ain't doing nothing, and doodles, like you're just drawing nothing. Oh my God, I just got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, he has an amazing website that you can uh, put your put your drawing, whatever he draws for you, on like a sweatshirt, a cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, an apron. You can anything. submit a picture of your uh, pet or your loved one, and I will put it on a shirt or a mug or a print mm-hmm. or whatever you like, drawn personally yeah. by me. And I did their logo, and it is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. I feel like uh, they're prettier than us, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he made us pretty. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to make you a bunch of old hags, you know. Oh that wouldn't be very... <laughs> appealing Thanks for uh, revealing our true selves apparently what? I'm not <laughs> like saying I'm you're an old hag. I'm, is that what I said kind of I was responding to what Missy said thank you I, I, okay you guys are not old hags I feel like it sometimes Me too. sometimes don't whenever I stand up it like it's like fucking don't we all feel like <laughs> it's like start creaking yes it's like an old house yes do you yeah. want to plug our socials? <clears throat> if I can remember. <laughs> um, so we are on Facebook at Let's Shoot the Shit. Let's shoot the stuff because... Facebook doesn't allow cursing. Is this like a new thing? Yes! We do this every single time. <laughs> I have to, yes, we have to do that. I love that. Okay. Um, so on Instagram... Uh, at let's underscore shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You can look at our pictures on there. I think there's like four or five, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then next week, what are we talking about? <sighs> that was a really fast segue. I wasn't ready. <laughs> you know what it is, right? Um, so next week, we are actually going to do a customer service part two mm-hmm. because we have a lot more stories, yes. in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot more stuff that I've thought of since then, and I just I, I just feel like it's enough for at least another episode. Yeah, so. Right on. I think so, too. Can't yeah. wait for that one. So right. First one was a, a, a banger. Yes. Literally, Tristan is our biggest fan. <laughs> he listens to it as soon as it comes out. <laughs> I like them. I don't know. I think it's cool to hear, you know, uh, the voices of people that I actually know, but yeah. on an official platform like that, I think yeah. it's so cool what you guys are doing. Thanks. You know? Thank you for being on the podcast. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It was fun. Even though it's literally, um, before editing, what, 
three hours long. Yes. How, how can you tell? Where is that on there? Oh, God. It's it's three hours long, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's just, it's fine. Um, so anyways, um, so yeah, I think we're good. Okay, so I think... <laughs> God damn it. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right, bye, everybody. Thanks for... Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us and listening to our fucked up opinions. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm still kind of drunk, so bye. 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 Hey guys, we're actually introducing a new segment at the end of each episode where uh, we're going to be plugging in some listener answers to questions that we have at the end of each episode. So, for example, this episode, the question is, what are your beliefs? Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys and know, you know, how you grew up or what you currently believe in or anything like that. Um, if you go to anchor.fm slash let's shoot the shit, no apostrophes or hyphens or anything. You can click the message button and record your voice and we can actually plug in your voice into our next episode. So we'll be uh, inputting those recordings in the beginning of each episode. Okay, thanks. Bye.